Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Everybody, welcome back to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Lamarco. Today, we're rocking a solo podcast, which you know what that means. That means we're doing a TCK player spotlight. And today, it's going to be about Austin Eckler. But we're excited to announce once again, this podcast will now be brought to you by the Believe Network. We're super excited about our, our new relationship with Believe. Please make sure you go give them a follow on Twitter, Instagram. And go check out all their great podcasts. We're really excited to be a part of such a strong and great network. But before we get started, guys, today, you know, we're really excited to talk about the TCK Player Spotlight, something we're doing over through, through the month of June. Today, I'll be talking about Austin Eckler. Um, before we do, though, please make sure that you guys are following us everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, following us on YouTube, for example. Make sure you're going to follow us all on these platforms, especially now, guys. We're going to be a part of the Believe Network. Go follow them as well. They're posting our content all over their social medias. Please make sure you're going to do that as well. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube, guys. Please rate and review, guys. It really help us out a lot. Go give us a five-star review. Give us a one-star review if you don't like our content. Totally understand. We know you guys love us, and that's why we would love to get a five-star review. But before we start diving into the actual podcast, the TCK Player Spotlight, let's shout out some important sponsors for us. The first one is the Jersey Jungle. And if you guys are hearing me live on YouTube right now, or if you're on Instagram, please make sure you guys are following the Jersey Jungle. I talk about this every single time. These guys have great, awesome, authentic jerseys. And the best part, too, is they're right on Instagram, guys. Go follow them. Just follow their stories. They're posting updates constantly. All their new rookie jerseys are coming out within the next few weeks. Get some pre-orders. DM them. Get ready to go. Go buy yourself that Jamar Chase, that Kyle Pitts right now. You can use the code TCK to receive 10% off one jersey, 10% off two jerseys, and 15% off three jerseys. So please make sure you guys are following the Jersey Jungle on Instagram and make sure you go get a jersey and use that TCK promo code. I also want to talk a little bit about Bomb Banana Hot Sauce. Bomb Banana, guys, listen, if you guys are a, a spice person, you love it, please try these guys out. First of all, number one, it's a banana-based, not banana-flavored Hot sauce. And like I always say, you got to love that mooey mooey. Like, listen, man, I'm telling you, if you like spice, you want to try something different, Bomb Banana Hot Sauce is the way to go. You can go to seekthespice.com. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off your offer. So make sure you guys are following our our guys, our, our advertisers, Bomb Banana and also Jersey Jungle. Give them some love. Go get yourself some spice, especially for 4th of July. You want some spicy wings for that stuff. So, all right, let's get to why we're here today, folks. Honestly, I'm super excited about these player spotlights, something I started a couple weeks ago. We talked a little bit about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We talked a little bit about Miles Sanders. Today, we're going to be talking about another running back. His name is Austin Eckler. Now, Austin Eckler last year, guys, I know a lot of us, we're super excited for him. His injury cut him short. He only played nine full games last year. The 10th game, listen, I'll tell you right now, guys, a little nugget for the little teaser for the show is that that night, that 10th game he played, he only played 6% of snaps. His stats were even better than you think last year. But let's talk a little bit about why I love Austin Eckler 
so far for 2020. So as you know, we kind of go through this whole process. I talk about coaching. I talk about the offensive line. I talk a little bit about the player themselves and see where the improvements can be made from last year to this year or just general improvements they can make overall. So offensive scheme, as you all know, me and Dweez broke down the coaching changes a couple months back. We talked a little bit about the coaching change moving to Joe Lombardi, the Saints QB coach for many years, worked with Drew Brees. He worked with Alvin Kamara. He brings over that offense into the scheme, and now we're looking at a brand-new offense heading into 2021. So what does that mean for Austin Eckler? First off, we have known for years that Joe Lombardi has been a part of the Saints offenses that featured a guy named Alvin Kamara. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Alvin Kamara, but the best part about that is that Alvin Kamara, in the last few seasons, the four years he's been a part of the Saints, he averages 6.8 targets per game and over 102 on the season. That is an incredible, incredible, consistent amount of targets that a running back is seeing. That's the kind of offense Joe Lombardi is bringing over to the Chargers, which you've got to love for a guy like Austin Eckler who makes his hay on the passing game and his involvement there. Now, Joe Lombardi is not all roses. He did have a short stint as an offensive coordinator with Detroit in 2014 and 2015. The good news is for running backs, they led the NFL in target percentage and targets to the running back position in 2014, and they were second in 2015. So the two years Lombardi was involved in the office, of course, he got let go halfway through the 2015 season for Jim Bob Cuda, but he still, those offenses were top two or number one in targets to the running back on a percentage basis, which is why I truly love Austin Eckler. We saw Anthony Lynn use the running backs a lot too, and that scheme with Ken Wisenhunt. So I'm excited that it's going to continue with Joe Lombardi. And just some side nuggets here too. The three there was three different running backs in 2014 with that Lions team that had at least 50 targets, and in 2015 Theo Riddick had 98 targets. So right there, you could see a one single player like Theo Riddick got 98. There's nothing stopping Austin Eckler from being a featured player in the passing game because of the offensive scheme. Now that we dived into the offensive scheme, let's talk a little bit about the offensive line improvements. Now, this is something that I'm really excited about. I've talked a lot about with this with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, with Miles Sanders. I've brought this up many of times. There's probably four, and now you could probably even add the Jets in there, five teams that really improved their offensive lines this offseason. And with the Chargers, they brought in uh, Corey Lindsley, the number one PFF center from last year from Green Bay. They brought in Matt Flyer, Oday Aduzue. I don't even know how to say his name, two guards to come in and play. Last year, they had a lot of injuries up front. But these two guys, these two guards, are both league average. They were 45th and 36th in PFF guard grades last year. But they were both serviceable guards that can play right away and have a lot of starting experience from their previous stops. Then, of course, they drafted left tackle Rashad Slater in the first round. And there's a lot of excitement for this kid to come in right away and be a dominant force at left tackle. Of course, Brian Bulaga, their prize offseason, of course, again, from the Packers, comes in last year, he gets hurt, only plays 10 games. So now across from left to right, this offense has been revamped pretty much at every position. You can honestly point to an improvement, especially with Balaga, if he could stay healthy this year and play more than the 10 games he played last year. So a lot of excitement because 
the uh, Chargers last year were 29th in adjusted line yards at 4.4 yards for adjusted lines. So what does that mean? That means the average line adjustment that a line, the push an offensive line gets, they were 29th in the NFL last year. So with all these improvements, if they can get somewhere to league average, that's going to truly help Austin Eckler on the ground. So let's talk a little bit about Austin Eckler and things that he doesn't really necessarily do great, but let's talk a little bit about him himself. So we talked a little about the line. We talked about the scheme. You know how this works. Now we kick it about Austin Eckler himself. So what about Austin Eckler? Um, Last season, uh, the Saints – so Joe Lombardi's offense, of course, he comes from the Saints. We brought that up. One of the things I really like about the Saints offense is they, they have been second in the NFL since 2013 for carries inside the five. So Lombardi's been a part of this offense for many years. The Saints have featured their runners, whether it's Ingram, Kamara, Murray. They have run the ball a lot inside the five. Now, granted, Austin Eckler last year wasn't the primary guy, and he has not had a lot of success last year um, overall with goal line carries inside the five. But he had only two last year in the nine full games he played. So that tells me that he's going to see a natural progression. He's going to see a lot more opportunities there. And based on the Saints' utilization of running backs inside the five, Austin Eckler is going to have a lot more scoring opportunities. Now, is he the best at it? No. But there's clearly a much – there's a clear uptick that he's going to see. So, for example, his career prior to 2020, he averaged 26% of his fantasy points came from touchdowns. Last year, that fell to 30%. So right there, that tells me that he has a lot of room for growth in the touchdown department because his career average is about 26%. That's how much of his fantasy points come from uh, whether reception touchdowns or uh, rushing touchdowns. That went all the way down to 13%. And this is reflected in his touches. So per touch, so every time he gets a touch, how many times does he convert those into touchdowns? So his career average prior to 2020 was 5%. Every about 5% of his touches went for touchdowns, whether it's receptions or carries. Last year, that fell all the way to 1.8. So his career average is 5%, and last year is 1.8. This guy was still, still scoring 14 points a game in fantasy consistently. So when we touch on that, that's insane. He was doing this with way, way below average touchdown percentages and points and touches that got into the end zone. So I love that from uh, him right off the bat. I think his touchdown production is clearly going to increase based on his career averages. So let's talk a little bit about Austin Eckler's 2020 season. So like I touched on earlier, he had 10 full games. He played 10 games last year. But remember, one of those games, he only played 6% of the snaps and only got three touches. So what are we doing? Why are we going to include that? So if you take that game out, they only played 6% of the touches. He hit 14.5. In the other nine games, he hit at least 14 points in half-point PPR six times. That percentage would have tied in with Nick Chubb for fourth in the NFL last year. So right there, he tells you he has a ridiculous floor. 14 points in two-thirds of his games last year. He had 14 points in half-point PPR. That's RB1 numbers in two-thirds of his games. That's tied with Nick Chubb, a guy going slightly ahead of him right around the same range, but he shows that level of consistency that he puts and puts up RB1 numbers. Now, if we remove that 10th game and you just look at the the six game, uh, the nine games he played, he actually averaged 15.2 
points per game. That would have been tied with Joe Mixon for 10th in the NFL uh, for points per game last year. Now, that's to me right there is kind of the, a great sign because we just talked about the low touchdown numbers. His career averages are so much higher, and he was able to be around 15 points per game in those nine games without the touchdown production. So right there, great floor. This is kind of where his ADP is right now, RB10, and we kind of saw that last year. So I think he's going right now today, right where the worst-case scenario he could have based on some of the moves they made this offseason. Now let's talk a little bit about his upside. Now if you – I know this is a small sample size, but 2019 – the four games before Melvin Gordon came back. Remember, Melvin Gordon was suspended the first four weeks. Austin Eckler exploded. He was the RB2 the first month of the season, averaging 24.3 points per game. He was top 24 in all four of the games, and he had at least 11 points per game in all four games. So right there, that tells me that this guy has a ceiling, an elite ceiling of being a top five running back, a top three running back. That 24 points per game last year would have only trailed a guy like, for example, uh, CMC. So he's showing you there that he can have elite upside, um, on, even though it was a short sample size. But now we're seeing the floor at 15 points per game last year for nine games. And then we see that ceiling of 2019. So you got to love that. Now, I took a deep dive, and I actually created analysis. I'll probably have an article on this later but I took a look at points per rush and points per reception for running backs. So every time they catch a pass, how many fantasy points do they generate? And how many times they get a carry, how many points they generate? Okay. So Austin Ecker last year had terrible outputs. Some of that has to do with the touchdown production because this does include receptions, yards, and touchdowns for receptions. and includes carries, yards, includes ca- yards and touchdowns for carries. But his points per rush last year was 0.51. His career average the three previous years is 0.64. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I'll tell you why that's important in a second. His points per reception was 1.47 last year. His career average is 1.94. So right there, we see huge outlier years for him in point generating fantasy points based on receptions and carries. He got hit twice, right? So if we apply his career points per rush and points per carry, I mean points per reception, to his touches last year, in the nine full games he played, he would have had 19.5 points per game. So right there, that's RB5. That trails right behind Derrick Henry. But that's also roughly three points more points per game then the next guy, Albert, uh, Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb. So he showed last year, if he gets back to his career averages, just on the touches he got last year, he's going to get closer to Derrick Henry in the top five RB ceiling that we just touched on. So now we're seeing a bunch of different areas where he can really improve. We've seen the ceiling in 2019. We saw a great floor in 2020. And on top of that, if we apply his career averages, his career efficiency metrics in producing points per rush and points per reception, he's already getting flirting with the 20 points per game, which is top five elite running back upside. Now let's talk about draft cost. So draft cost right now today, he's going as the RB10, 12th overall. 
He's going ahead of guys like Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, and he's going behind players like Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers. Right now today, I have him ahead of Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers, and I have him ahead of Joe Mixon and Najee Harris. Based on everything I've just discussed, I am debating on taking him as high as the RB7, right behind Zeke, right behind Barkley. And in some cases, based on Barkley's history, you could make an argument that Eckler could be a better pick, especially in full PPR leagues. So I'm extremely high on Eckler. I think he's a locked-in top eight pick. I am not taking any receivers, and I am not taking any tight ends. I'm not taking Kelsey. I'm not taking Adams. I'm not taking Hill over Eckler in any format. I think Austin Eckler is going to be primed for a monster season. I'm taking ahead of him of those second-year backs like Taylor and Cam Akers. I'm taking him way ahead of Najee Harris. And I'm debating right now if Aaron Jones is kind of the line, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, and Austin Eckler are kind of in a tier right now. But I have absolutely no problem with you taking him behind CMC, Dalvin Cook, Alan, uh, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and then Saquon Barkley and Zeke. So he's high as number seven on my list. And maybe argument make it six. I know. I'm, I'm flip-flopping. I'm, I'm, we're talking. These numbers got me excited. But he's a locked and loaded top half of the first round between six and eight for me at overall. So now we touched a little bit about all this information. Please make sure you leave a comment. Let me know your thoughts, guys, on Austin Eckler. Are you willing to take him in the top eight, seven, six picks? I know a lot of people aren't going to take him over Barkley. I totally understand. I think I would probably take him comfortably at RB7 right now, ahead of Aaron Jones, just based on some of the numbers I've seen. But – Keep this in thought during draft season, guys. A lot of big changes, coaching changes that could really help Austin Eckler. Some offensive line changes that are just absolutely great for him. So please make sure that you're following this stuff up, guys. So if you're drafted at the one-two turn, you get a shot at a guy like Austin Eckler. Pull the trigger all day. Once again, guys, this is the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, the AKA the TCK Pod, brought to you by the Believe Network. Shout out to our friends over at the Believe Network. Thank you. Guys, always for joining us on this podcast. Before we go, make sure you're following us everywhere. Twitter, at Sky Gawasco, at Bobby Lamarco. Then you have the TC, the, Candlestick, the, the Candlestick Kids. It's a tongue twister for me. I don't know why. On, on Instagram and also my name, Fantasy Football X Factor, on tw- uh, Instagram as well. You can follow us on you know, uh, what's the, what's the TikTok and, and YouTube. Make sure you follow us everywhere, guys. We have information everywhere. Make sure you go follow Believe on all your podcasts and platforms as well. And before we go, guys, I just want to shout out once again our great sponsors, the Jersey Jungle, guys. DM them right now. Go check out their stories, guys. Make sure you're following them. Make sure you go follow them at the Jersey Jungle on Instagram. And make sure you guys are getting your jerseys ready to go. Make sure you get those rookies. Make sure you got some new guys. Get an Austin Eckler jersey. Come on. Like, go get one. I just told you why you should draft him in the first round. Go get an Austin Eckler jersey. Send me a snapshot of your Austin Eckler jersey when you make that pick. And then, guys, with the holiday coming up with July 4th weekend right around the corner, don't forget to bring your hot sauce to your July 4th party. And if you do, make sure it's bomb banana hot sauce. Seekthespice.com. It's a banana based, not a banana flavored. So if you're someone that wants to try something different, bomb banana is the way to go. And make sure you get the mooey mooey. 
You know, I love it. And then guys go use the TCK pod uh, code for both bomb banana. You get 10% off. And then you also get a 10% off on the Jersey jungle. Once again, guys, this is Bobby LaMarco. I appreciate you joining us again. Please make sure you rate and review our podcast, The Candlestick Kids. And thank you once again for joining. This is the Austin Eckler TCK Player Spotlight. I'm Bobby LaMarco, guys. Appreciate you. And we'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.